What was that pizza called? I have no idea. That's what I want to talk about. You can tell our fitness challenge is over <laughs> because not only are we drinking alcohol. Cheers, by the way. We're the Let's most. Toast. It's we made the it. most caloric. We're toasting homemade <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know what you call this beer. It's a it's a breakfast stout. Mm. It's a real Mighty pop, delicious. Real pop breakfast stout. I mean, uh, we went over to uh, my, our bass player's house Wednesday night to record some Kill J tracks for the new songs and um, Shane ordered some Pizza Hut pizza and you know me I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and uh, I messaged him on my way home today I was like man what was that pizza called <laughs> he's like it's ultimate cheesy crust I'm like that's the shit <laughs> there you go it's like this big buttery cheesy carbohydrate pile with mm. little cups of cheese on the corners so you ate that, you ate two <laughs> slices of that, and you're drinking uh Two or three, and some wings. Drinking a oatmeal cream coffee stout. This like a hundred calories a sip. <laughs> yes. There's more calories in one sip of that beer than it is in the whole Ultra. Oh, I was there when we got the grains. Right? <laughs> there's, there's a couple things I have learned about home brewing, <laughs> despite popular opinion. Yeah. And, uh... One is when you see all the malts and you see and smell the color, Yeah, you know there's going to be some calories involved. You smell the caloric intake. That yeast is going to have to work hard to eat all that (laughs) sugar. (laughs) Oh, you know that whole podcast we had a minute ago when we were talking about brewing beer? Can we just do that over again? Uh, We was basically having a debate of what our best beer we brewed was Mm because I disagree. You don't think it was the Raptor Piss? I do not think it's the Raptor Piss. Well, I'm an IPA guy. So You're an IPA guy? What would I, you expect me to say? No. The I, milk stout. I mean, it was great. Uh, but. My favorite, and I'm an amber guy, so my favorite was the uh, actually the amber lager. So. You know, there's only been one beer that I didn't like of ours, and I still drank it. What the, was it, the peach wheat? The only one I didn't like really got really good at the last. At the very at end. The end. It was really good. Like, I drank... And it wasn't even in a keg. It was at the, well, we had bottled some, and it was a, because I had some bottled in it, and I didn't know if it was the peach wheat or the, uh, the raptor piss. Like we've said on here a million times before, age and it, I'll say it again, age it, it age, is amazing age, what age does to alcohol. Bit, not even a whole lot, like a month. But everything we've aged, have we yet to do anything that age didn't help? Oh, we went our, our I've never said mm, we should have drank this sooner that alcohol fast we done on this coffee stout is just brought, I don't know Oops. brought the chocolate out more or is it just that we did a month without alcohol <laughs> and we missed it so no, bad this I can taste delicious. the chocolate better in it now than I did before alright so let's get into this because Barry's back in the room now and he did this with us so we we did an entire month this was a little unorganized but we did it because yeah. uh, there was a couple of elements of this that I really want to refine next year. But the main thing, we we eliminated all alcohol for a month. Right. From January the 8th to February the 8th. Some of us to the 9th. 7th. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Roughly. I, I waited to the 8th, but on the 8th is when I was, I was like fixing to start getting sick. And I drank one beer on the 8th so it, it still counts as I broke my alcohol oh, it was like God created the worlds for me <laughs> I drank uh, whoa worlds uh, worlds so it's like a sci-fi exactly. conspiracy I drank 
I drank. I actually drank coffee stout. You know, I drank one Yingling and I drank a big old. Oh, I remember. I was getting your boxers that Dos night. Dosakis Amber. And I've known you for like decades, and I've only seen you drunk like four times. Yeah, you were yeah. pretty thick tongue on those boxers. You're like, I'm the governor. I was like, still, are we going to say Steel Panther? Oh, and you're like, don't. You were like, don't star these messages that I'm singing on. I'm like, thanks for reminding me that I can do that on Boxer. So, anyway, we eliminated alcohol. I eliminated sugar, which I kind of do anyway or try to. I did, too. I, well, I eliminated you, you, sodas. Sodas, Barry, what else other alcohol were you? I eliminated bread for the month. Cig- did you smoke cigarettes? Uh, no, I did not smoke or drink for the whole month. Well, you usually only smoke when you drink, exactly. so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, kinda, who is that? So that, so that kinda, goes hand in hand. hand in it it begats one another. Okay, so I want to go through each person and talk about, like, what was your takeaway from this? Because, like, a couple of things I expected didn't happen, and some things I didn't expect did happen for me. So, like, what was your overall take? You want me to go first? Go ahead. You're going to go with Anthony? Uh, go ahead, Anthony. I, I don't I don't I drink a lot of one beers at a time. That's my problem. Yeah, that was yeah. You're that, not a heavy drinker. I'm not a heavy drinker, but I do drink. Like me and Laura go to, out to lunch a lot. You like, drink often, but not in large quantities. Yeah, I'll drink one beer when I go out to lunch, and that that sucks because I only drink one beer. I should be able to drink that one beer. I don't think I should have to eliminate that <laughs> so one you're beer. You're being punished. Yeah, I don't think I could. I should eliminate. You know, that, you know, a, two games of beer pong or something. I'll eliminate that. But uh, so yeah, that was that was a little different. So I was drinking like sweet tea or something when I was going out to the Neon Pig instead of uh, 1817's new coffee stout, which I really wanted to try. So you were trying uh, the Mellow Yellow Zero? Is that what I drink them? I still drink them now. I haven't I haven't went back. So is that something that's kind of changed it's, it's, permanently? It's, 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 it's permanently stuck. I lost uh, I lost. I stay. I lost more than this, but I stayed stable at uh, ten pounds even. I went from one ninety one to one eighty one. And would you attribute that mostly to the sugar? Probably the sodas. Probably the I would assume so. So Barry, what did you dislike about this? What I disliked about it, you know, like, like kind of like Anthony, I probably drink a little bit more than Anthony, but I'm not a power drinker by any means. Does everybody looking at me? The fact. <laughs> You know, I power drink on occasion, but not like regularly. And this this happened to coincide with one of the worst possible months I could have at work as far as stress. When you and needed a beer. When I needed a beer, when I got off work, the wheel would automatically want to turn left to the Sprint Mart across the road to get my daily drive home Fix. beer. And I'm like, shit, I can't do it. For any cops that are listening, yeah. <laughs> he saves it till he gets home. You don't know what time I get off, though. Yeah. So. But uh, anyway... It was just the fact to me, it's not that I really, you know, have to have beer. It's the fact when I wanted one that I couldn't have it. It was like, you know, a kid when you, you like dangle cake in front of them, but you, then you pull it back from them. That, that was what I, I felt. How did you raise your kids? you <laughs> 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 like, here, you won't teach you a weird thing to do. <laughs> But that seems strange. Here's your dollar. Worst birthday <laughs> Get ever. <you> a dollar. <laughs> but, you know, it was just, I don't know, it was weird. It was like, you know, like I said, I'm not a power drinker, but it was the fact knowing that I couldn't drink it just made me want to drink it that much more. And then the stress going on at work, it was just, it was a bad combination. It was a tough month for me, you know, 
I hardly came over here because <laughs> all that? we do over here is drink. <laughs> so I, like, I tried not to take that personally, but it basically what it translated to me was, Mark, we can't hang out with you if we're not drunk. <laughs> you know exactly. Alcohol makes like, it easy to tolerate We come you. out here and talk to Mark, and he's all weird. Yeah. He's like having conversations and making sense. We don't know what to do about it. <laughs> you know, we, we tried like a couple Monday nights, you know, with, with no drinking. It just... It, so, we sit here like we sit here like crickets. We just said we got to talk but, about. You know, I did. You know, I did cut out. I cut out bread for the month as well, and I cut out smoking. Which, like you said earlier, I only smoke when I drink. But I did cut out smoking, and I lost. I went from two hundred and twenty pounds down to like right at two hundred pounds in, the, in that month, because, like I said, you know, I drink two or three beers every day when I get off work just to calm my nerves and. Ease the stress from the day, and it was just it, – it, it sucked, man. I'll be honest with you. Other like, than the weight loss element, was there any other positive benefit that you, you got out of it? Well, I saved money for the month. That's, That's one true. thing. And I, I felt better, you know, as far as the Saturday or Sunday morning hangovers from being over here. You know, <laughs> I, I felt better. But other than that, you know, it, was, it, it sucked for me. I also eliminated uh, potato chips. I usually eat potato. Like, the only time I really eat potato chips is at is at work, and I I still eat them in, like at home, but I only eliminated them from at work. Like, like like twice a day, I would eat me a bag of chips for like break. I eliminated those and and substituted it with a uh, some some nuts. So uh, it's my work. Uh, your work fix? My work fix is what I was doing, like my, my, my four mellow yellows a day at work and my, my potato chips and my honey buns or my brownies and stuff That's that I ate, they ate at work. That's what I cut out. The thing, uh, that the positive benefit that I got <clears throat> from this that I really didn't see coming, I, I didn't know this was a thing, to be honest, was that my I, I was all but cured of insomnia. I've, I've struggled with insomnia off and on my whole life. And... Uh, <clears throat> The first few days when we did all this, I I had a couple couple rough nights, and I started taking that Zequil. But uh, when I went and bought the bottle of Zequil, I got the little bottle, and I only took like half a dose because it was my intention to, you know, this is temporary to get mm-hmm. me, you know, to where I'm in a normal sleeping regimen, not something I'm gonna be doing the rest of my life. Um, so like maybe i don't know three or four nights in a row it was iffy but after that dude even on the weekends 10 11 o'clock would roll around my eyelids are like heavy i'm like shoot i'm tired and here's the best part not only would i go to sleep i would stay asleep and then when it was time to get up i'd get up <laughs> that, that, that's a miracle in itself. Right? Yeah, you're getting up. Well, no, like most of the time, I'm such not a morning person. It would take me to like ten o'clock in the morning just to my brain to function. Like people at work knew not to talk to me, like first thing in the morning. I'm not even going to make sense. I'm not a person. But you're not a person. I'm not going to say I got up like you're Mary. No, it's worse. <laughs> Zombie. Um, I. It's not like I got up with roses coming out of my ass or anything. But I mean. I was good. Like it took me a, a few minutes to get going, but I felt great. So that's like, weird to me because I always wake up with roses coming out of my ass. Really, always. I really. Do you say money on vases then? Yeah, vases. I don't need any. I but it, your ass. It, 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 the, little, the thorns suck. <laughs> You're walking through the house singing, and there's like random birds <laughs> landing on you and stuff. It's like a Disney cartoon. Exactly. Uh, 
But no, I didn't. I didn't expect that because um, alcohol, and I, I found out after the fact that I was wrong. Alcohol actually helps you go to sleep, but you don't get good quality right. sleep with alcohol in your I'll system. Uh, well, you, you, the quote, the term, cuss, quote unquote, <laughs> pass out. Uh, the, the the term pass out is is kind of overused, but you know it does get you there when you drink because it relaxes you as a downer. But you don't have as good quality sleep. And I've got the the Fitbit thing. I monitor my sleep cycles. Right. And I don't ever get like a good quality amount of deep sleep. No, which is the I, most important. When I drink, I deep sleep. Well, you only drink two beers, so it's not really. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. It's drink. not it's really enough to. Uh, I drink two or three beers, and I, I mean, I sleep like a baby. Yeah. For the record, I've seen him drink more than two or three beers. <laughs> I've seen him drink. Those <laughs> nights, he does not sleep like a baby. It's more like a guy who drank a lot of beer and passed out. Yeah, and then I wake up <laughs> seventeen times at night to urinate. Um, uh, here's another thing that was kind of funny, because. Again, people hang out with me on the weekends, and I only drink on the weekends. Everybody thought that – everybody assumed that I was going to have a lot of trouble with this. And it's funny, you know, Barry brought up hangovers. I, from the beginning, I was like, a month with no hangovers? Sign me up. I actually didn't have that much of a struggle with it. Yeah, there was a couple times it sucked. Like, Dallas went to the playoffs. I think they lost because I couldn't drink. Super Bowl. Um, the Super Bowl, the Royal Rumble, uh, numerous cookouts, and Monday Night Rawls, and – I mean, it was fine. We got through it, but it just, it had a little bit of element of that social, but I think it's good to disrupt. Well, it, it's good to disrupt the norm sometimes so that you appreciate it more. Like Just just to say this, the Super Bowl would have sucked if we was, true. Made, if been no matter we was doing We probably would have enjoyed it more if we didn't, could yeah. maybe it was so boring. Because yeah, that was the worst Super Bowl that ever. That was the worst yeah. Super Bowl ever. <laughs> and I, I, that I, was I, probably I, the worst Royal Rumble <laughs> ever. I've played yeah, at least a, the last 30 Super Bowls that I can remember, and that was by far the worst one. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't that jazzed about it, but yeah, there was there was a lot of a lot of time. There's always something though. There's always going to be a uh, yeah a birthday or a function or a a game. But but I think we've universally decided amongst ourselves to where we're doing this again next year. We're going to do it in February. February. It would not have been a problem for me. If I'm telling you this this past month at work was hell for me to put it mildly, and that was the worst part for me. You know, I'm used to on those stressful days at work. I go to the Sprint Mart across the road and I get me a six pack and I drink me a couple and I'm good. After that, you know, that mellows me out, takes away the the hardships of the day, and I couldn't do that. That was the, probably the worst part for me. Well, it's the, the routine of the thing. It's yeah, like. Yeah. It's what you're used to. Duh. And I think it's good that we kind of shook things up a little bit. I, I recommend it to anybody. Like, I, overall, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the stuff we didn't like, but the stuff that I did like, I think my relationship with alcohol has permanently changed a little. Because now, like used to, it, it, just, it was just a thing we always did when there was, we were getting together. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that, it was always like a, a sort of like, oh, shoot, do we have beer? You know? Yeah, but now if we didn't, I wouldn't be like, "Oh man, this is gonna suck." Right. You know, yeah. be like, "Oh well, we just don't have any beer." Just drink a couple of homebrews and you'd be good. Yeah, we don't have to have cases and cases. No, you and don't. Fits no. And like our freaking Christmas party. Good lord. Hey, we still got it all because we didn't <laughs> drink it. Still yet. got all yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I never doubted that any of us couldn't make it because you know, like all three of us are pretty strong-willed, and I knew we could do it. 
it was just you know there was a couple times during and I was why do we have why to do, do this? this? No, yeah. I, I did not agree to this. You know, I did everything I would normally do. I just didn't drink while I did right. it. Right. I mean, it, I didn't really change my, my life whole routine that much. Changed. I'm telling you, like, it, like I said, I'm not a power drinker by any means. You know, I, I like to indulge in a few drinks here and there, but my whole my whole routine changed. My whole world came crashing down. <laughs> I'm not saying it came crashing down, but, you know, my everyday life changed because of this. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing. You know, I needed a break. I needed to do, to flush out my system and reboot, so to speak. I recommend everybody yeah, do yeah, an elimination of some sort. It was a good thing. I you think know, we should implement, like, we done, uh, we said, hey, let's just do it, put the Fitbits on, keep up with the steps. I think we should implement a step goal next year. Yeah. Like, See, hey, we were still trying to figure that out. I never got my band in. We, we were trying to, we were trying to figure that out. Band in. I'm just not thought about that. We should implement a step goal, and we should also implement some kind of other physical exercise. Like, I hey, think it, our weight needs to come into play. Yeah, like, hey, like dude, we need to weigh in, do, like, the day before. Hey, I lost, like, 20 pounds. Do 10 X 10. I didn't. Do 10. I didn't lose much weight. Do 10 push-ups a day or something like that, some kind of Yes. It's weird. I was hitting the gym so hard. Again, no hangovers. So come Monday morning, boop, I was right in the gym. You know, no no beers on Monday. Maybe you should cut out just. Maybe she cut out weight training that time. That uh, uh, do more, I did that. a ton of cardio. Just, like yeah, well, my, uh, do cardio, no my weight training. Weight training and my cardio was at, is cardio at an all time high. Automatically though, man, it's, it's gonna add mass. I mean, it. I did put on uh, some weight, and of course, all the. The people that are into bodybuilding stuff or, or banging their heads with even mention of this because you can't put on a significant amount of muscle in that amount of time. Right. It takes months and months and months and months to build muscle that will change the scales. Right. However, being that I have a background in lifting weights, your glycogen stores refill and there's a lot of water retention and stuff like that when you're using the muscles a lot. So there was some of that into play. Because I mean, I did like some of my shirts would fit better, but mm -hmm. the scales didn't really change that much. But I'd rather go by my clothes in the mirror than the scales. Oh, anyway. absolutely! Because I can, I, like, I noticed like I had a like come January, like the night of the championship game, I had a pretty substantial gut going on, and uh, I only lost ten pounds. That's all I lost. Ten pounds is a lot. But uh, I got a, I got like a abs now. Like a, you got like, abs? I got like two. You got two abs. Two abs. I've yeah. got seventeen. Yeah. Who's you borrowing from somebody else? <laughs> oh, man, I'm saying I've got a keg down there. Okay. I don't have abs. Yeah. yeah. We've all got abs. There's some of us yeah. like me. We'll never yeah, see I them. i got like two abs, yeah. So, yeah, it was well, right after that stomach virus, I had a full six-pack. I just looked like I had cancer. But, well, because, uh, yeah, you were dehydrated. Yeah. But uh, that's another thing that uh, I intentionally doubled my amount. Of course, I already drink a lot of water, but I drink a lot of water. I don't. I, I I implemented some water, but not enough to say, not enough to add it to a fitness challenge. I, I drink a lot of water every day, regardless. I drink but, probably. Yeah. I drink probably 120 ounces of water a I day. I don't. I know what fish do in water, so I'm not drinking it. <laughs> That's what filters are for. Aquafina <laughs> filters that crap, Anthony. Well, you. you I mean, come on. Well, if you drink chicken broth, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to wrap this whole fitness challenge up. Who, who all done the fitness challenge? It just was, us three. No, Kelly did it, which really? Kelly, it's not hard for him either. He's not yeah. just a crazy. Oh, as far as alcohol, yeah, Kelly done it too. But yeah, uh, and Sean. 
Well, he, Sean he, doesn't drink anyway. Well, but he, he quit drinking sodas. But he, well, cheated, like, he cheated a lot. He, he <laughs> but yeah, I tell you what he did do. He surprised me on the steps. Oh really? Because you know I gave him that yeah. Fitbit, that old one of mine, and it even like broke on him, and he taped it back up with electrical tape. <laughs> and that, this dude was smashing like yeah. fifteen thousand steps a day. Yeah, I was like, Dang. that's what we need to do next time. We need because I got a lot of steps. One, I was at work. When you were at work, yes. Well, I couldn't wait for you to get oh, off my day work off so that I could catch up. <laughs> yeah. To your ass. Because uh, building tires, you will build, you put a lot of steps on it. Or if I wouldn't, you know, Mark, you remember when me and you were doing the fitness challenges last year, it was nothing for me to walk 25, 30 steps a day at work. So, yeah. I, so next year, like on my days off, I need something to push me. So if we, we got a, we've got a whole year to talk about it and plan well, it. So now that we've kind of done a, a, a version of it, uh-huh. it will just grow and change. Yeah, if we implement a step goal for the next year, it's like, hey, we got to have a step goal. Like, eh, you got to get this many steps a day. Something realistic, not an overall not, step goal. Yeah. Not, a, steps not an overall. Realistic goal. Yeah, but we right. figure exactly. out like a formula to, to, to factor in weight loss. The elimination is important. Um, we'll eliminate alcohol again. I'm fine with that. And um, and uh, the steps and like our weight. Dude, I've got a template together. already. We could even do a body mass in this. Hey, I've got a template already put together at work that we, we did the biggest loser challenge every year at work for several years in a row. And I won it like every year. So they people quit doing it. But it, it factored in exercise, weight, body mass index, all of that stuff. Yeah, I well, stole it offline, of course. And I, I think more it. people will get in. Like some of our listeners, if they want to jump on board for next yeah. year, it'll be next February. Next February. we got a whole year to drink. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and get fat. So we can lose weight. Make sure we lose weight again. Well, that's the way it works because it'll be the holidays. We'll be fattening up and yeah. then boom. But I'm sticking with that. I needed to cut out my sugar anyway. Yeah. Well, my sodas. That's the thing that's going to change. Not... I think my sleeping patterns, I'm going to try to maintain that steady. You know, I was, mm. I was talking about going to bed on the weekends, not staying up till 2 or 3 in the morning. Right. Like going to bed at a decent time on the weekends, getting up early on the weekends. and uh, Brewing just, at a decent time. Yeah, and just uh, <laughs> managing my relationship with alcohol. It's fine to have a few beers. It's not fine to have 28. Yeah. And see, another thing that I survived, and I'm I'm not throwing Ty McIntyre under the bus by any means, but me and him tend to consume a lot of adult beverages when we're together. When he comes over. He came over. Yeah. He came over and brought an entire liter of Jack during this fitness challenge, and I didn't touch it. You see, I could have been. Yeah, and at 11 o'clock, I was like, I got to go. Ty's like Brad. When he comes over, you start stretching. Yeah, you get ready for it. And uh, what's funny is Lucas was with him, and I went to bed early, and I I got up early because I had a bunch of stuff to do that Saturday. And I came out to the man cave to get something. I came out here to get something out from under the bar. And uh, I didn't realize it until I walked in the door, but I looked over, and that fifth uh, liter of Jack was like, had this much left in it. And I look over, and Lucas and Ty are, are passed, passed out. out. Ty was on the futon, and Lucas was in the chair, and they were passed out. I was like, I don't miss no, that. I don't, I don't. That, what they're going through at this moment, and then the next little while after they get up, that I don't miss. The morning I woke up over here, that I got so intoxicated that night, and I woke up with a penis drew on my face. <laughs> and didn't realize it until I went in the store at Amory. <laughs> I do, I do never. No, miss. you didn't realize until you got back in your truck from leaving this store. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yes. So we've burned up a good 20 minutes talking about our fitness challenge. Uh, looking forward to next year. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. I, I 
I'm looking forward to doing it again. I always we, enjoy a challenge, you know. Yeah. I, I like people thinking, but when I tell some people that work about this, they're like, man, there's no way you're going to go a month without drinking a beer. I said, you hide and watch me. I went a month plus a day without drinking a beer. Yeah, just knowing that people would, like, kind of smirk, like, Mark ain't going to go a whole month without drinking. That that alone is enough motivator for me to be like. I went 30 days you. without drinking. The requirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went 31 or 32, man. Nobody's knocking you for having a drink on the 7th. Yeah. I just went into the 8th. Well, that was your so fault. I always started on the 7th, on the 8th. I wanted to start January the 1st, but these freaking Alabama freaks over here are like, the national championship. Well, it wasn't my birthday was the 4th also. So my, we had to have something to drink. But like I said, there's always going to be something. My, my birthday was the 4th. And that championship was the. Uh, it's fine. Next year we're gonna do it in February. It's a shorter yeah. month. There's yeah. nothing going. Right. On. <laughs> It'll be fine. Next year's leap year, isn't it? Oh my God! We gotta wait another year. <laughs> is that <laughs> how that next, works? I believe, I believe next year is a leap year. That's yeah, 29 well, days. It's 29 days. We'll be all right. We can get it. We'll be all right. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Somebody correct me out there if I am. All right. Let's take a pause for the calls, and we'll get back and talk about some of this other stuff we had to talk about. That's important. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Well, where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69 or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You know what's funny is you were trying to get me to come over here to do the podcast, and I was playing a game on my iPad, and then when I got over here, you were at the bar eating snacks. <laughs> we just couldn't get synced up, could we? No, I couldn't. We did uh, a segment for this episode, and it was so long ago that I don't even remember if we did like an intro for it. We talked about our fitness challenge thing, me and Anthony, and I think Sean. But did we, was there actually ever a winner on that? Not really, because we didn't really um, – I mean, we did like a weigh-in a long time ago. We didn't get everything synced up right. I yeah. think this this was like a trial run. But um, so even if we did do announcements the first time, I'm going to do some mid, a couple of mid episode announcements here because we have the Railroad Festival second stage lineup available now. So go to Facebook. I don't know the link to like it's got a, it's an event on Facebook. Yeah. So just go to our Facebook page and you should be able to find events. So go on Facebook and uh, find the event. Click that you're going because you are. You need to be, and share it for us, please and thank you. Um. Another thing I wanted to say is that Kill J. We had our first show back in like a year almost it's last night been over a year 
Um, I don't think Jed's birthday party was over a year ago. It was in July. Oh, was it? Because uh, I remember it being like freezing cold. I don't know. You're probably thinking about a different show. They kind of run together after a while. Very well could be. Um, had a good time. It turned out really good. Um, I was a little nervous at first, to be honest with you, because the venue got moved at the last minute. There were some complications, and uh, the other venue was temporarily closed, actually. So they moved it to another venue, and when I walked in the door, they had something like Big Green Tractor or something. Yeah, y'all got there before. Playing on the jukebox, and I could just kind of tell by looking around that this wasn't like a the kind of place where they throw down, you know, real heavy. Well, they threw down all right, just uh, <laughs> in a different way. In a different way. And we've we've had problems in the past with us not being accepted in certain places. I mean, everybody should know who they're booking, but you know, sometimes different people do different stuff and stuff is compartmentalized and we show up to play a show we're booked at and they're like, "Um, cuz hey, I mean, we're we're a hard rock band. We're not for everybody." But it turned out great. We won them over. Yeah, they and believe it or not, there was a decent sized crowd there. Yeah, it was a good place. crowd. It was a good uh, size room. Um everybody had fun. A bunch of people came up to me afterwards and they said they enjoyed it. Everything sounded good. There wasn't any mishaps or technical difficulties. We even ran our own PA. That's always an extra hassle to add to the mix of everything else. Yes, it is. Because you never know what can go wrong. You never know. could be a bad cable or can't find a power outlet or the right or kind of adapter. Or, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank Via Novus for having us. They're in New Orleans tonight playing a show. They got like a little tour going on. Big shout out to Chad Fuller that opened up for us. Um, all the all the bands were great. Everything went good. Um, uh, that was a good first show back. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. We came out of the gate with a good one. It was also the first show with a new drummer. Yeah, that was Blake's first show. That's right. And that's always a. a We've been practicing these songs a while though. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the band a while. That's why I kind of forgot that was his first show for a minute. So anyway, our next gig will be at the Rural Festival, April the 13th. Everybody make plans to come out. It's going to be really awesome. Uh, last year sucked because it rained. But if it hadn't been for the rain, we were going to have the best year ever. And I know this because the lineup was solid. Everything was in place. We had the good big stage. They, like, they upgraded our stage with the oh, cover, the cover yeah. and the side fills and the big PA. What are the speakers called that they have at, like, at big concerts that are like rounded that hang off the front? Uh, we just call them stacks. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, there's like a name for them. But he is, he is really or... very, very professional and legit. Like Awesome. You couldn't ask for a better setup. But we didn't get to use it because it rained the whole time. So this year we're going to make up for it. We're using the same equipment and everything. It's going to be the same place it was. It's going to be just everything's going to be just like it was. The lineup's even fairly similar. There was a few adjustments made. As we speak right now, and this could change at any minute, I haven't 100% decided what I'm going to do about Friday night yet. And I say that because it got to where so many acoustic acts wanted to play on the second stage that I and I, I wanted to do something on Friday night because I'm like they they've already got the stage there it's already set up we've already got the PA our sponsors our food vendors rather are already set up 
out there selling stuff. I mean, why waste it? So I'm like, let's do something on Friday night. So I started booking the acoustic acts on Friday. Well, the problem is everybody plans on coming out Saturday. And it's, I have a hard time getting people to show up. We even had the American Idol guy there last year. Because it didn't rain Friday night. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I, there still wasn't a big crowd. No, we had John Anderson out there. Well, yeah. no, he came Saturday. Oh, did he? I thought he did Friday night, too. You know, I think he did. He did. I think you're right. Yeah, John did Friday yeah, night. Yeah, he did. he did. He did the announcements for Friday night. He, and then he was Saturday, hosting. we just went to Arcadia and uh, hung out. Arcadia Comics and Collectibles. I screwed up and said their old name on the event and the flyer well i'm not gonna throw the person that made the flyer under the bus because it was my fault because i sent the flyer from last year it's to kind of go by and uh it had their old name and i know i feel your pain because you know we changed our name too yeah and it said kill pop culture on the flyer too because <laughs> oh, like wow. i said it was a, we, we still were that last year yeah it was like one of the last times we were that so anyway uh I'm really looking forward to the Rail Festival. I mean, it's right around the corner. We always have a good This episode, uh, we need to play at least one of the bands. And uh, hopefully there'll be another episode out between now and then. Might even get like an interview or something. Might even have more updates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll go back to the Friday night thing. I don't... My, my Some of the ideas I was tossing around in my head for Friday night was like maybe in an open jam where like some of the different artists from around here can jam together and just have a big all-star thing we'd have to have some structure to it so it wouldn't just be a cluster but or maybe like that a, would be a cluster regardless it could turn into one easily yes yeah. or like an open mic night or somebody said about all the bands i'm like i don't even think i could get enough bands to do about all the bands you know we might want to get with uh chad nolan or them yeah so i thought about maybe the singer songwriter night like have that out there on the just let them have the take do them do a takeover let local licks do a takeover that would actually be pretty cool i'm I'm game if you're listening and you have suggestions ideas give me a holler or i may just still go ahead and book some acoustic acts well we can i just i hate i hate for people to play in front of a a small crowd but that always goes back to publicize let people know where you're playing yeah, and I talked to a lot of people around the time for the Rail Festival. They're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna come Saturday." I'm like, "Well, come both days. Yeah, <laughs> it's free. You know, it's not like you're, it's not like it's costing you anything." Except um, the pain of parking. <laughs> parking is not always awesome at the Rail Festival. It's it's not really. That's probably, and there's no way to fix that. You know, you can't make more parking places because no. everything's set up where people normally park. <laughs> so. So anyway. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, did I prepare you for this? Is it, Am I just bringing this on you? I do believe you're just bringing oh, it good. on Oh, good. I like doing that. I mean, I wouldn't like it if somebody did it to me, but I like doing it to other people. Well, <laughs> shoot, how terrible of a person I am. I know. I've known you for a long time. I already <laughs> knew this. <laughs> no, I just, I just like the... Uh, the Surprise uh, element? Yeah, it's like... Um, you want the raw feeling? I like the improv. Um, I like the improvisational tone that it sets. So you like hearing oh my the so people can come up. Um, oh, yeah, we're done. That was too many syllables. I know uh, we got Avengers Endgame right around the corner. I'm really looking forward to that. And I know it's a long, like it's, we're late to the party to talk about Infinity War, but 
I've hooked my TV in my study up to my computer as a sec like a second monitor. So now, like when I'm in there working on my computer, yeah. I'll have uh, I'll have Netflix on that TV next to me. And my go-to thing was always uh, I would either click Thor Ragnarok or I would click in Infinity War. Uh, now they got Black Panther on there, so I threw it in the mix. So like one of those three movies are going to be playing like almost all the time in there. And so now I've seen Infinity War a bunch of times, and uh, I've made some notes. Uh-oh. I've made some newts. Jotted down a few things. First of all, and I think we've talked about this this before. Um, you about the story holes that we were talking about earlier? No, what we were talking about earlier, that was, yeah, that t- actually ties into this, but I wasn't thinking about this when we talked about it, is like, uh, instead of purging half all the people that are here or in the universe he could have used like the time stone is in the gauntlet the reality stone he could have rewound time and just strategically took people out of existence completely but see that was and you wouldn't have to have killed as many people because like like i said before if somebody killed my great 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 grandfather like i wouldn't exist or nor nor would the people between like you if you went back far enough you wouldn't have to kill near as many people the only problem i see with that is that what if one of those people that he killed was directly or indirectly involved with making it where the stone was at where it was whenever he got it maybe but i'm i feel like the stone would be able to factor that into the equation it might but you got an algorithm (laughs) you never know i mean it could be the whole butterfly effect thing yeah i mean you would, you would definitely have to know that it couldn't... And like I said, it did, you wouldn't have to kill people. You would just have to make it where they never existed. Like, people wouldn't even know they were dead because they would never know they were ever there because, I mean, it's reality. He yeah. can change reality. So it would be like they didn't they didn't know everybody died and you wouldn't have to kill near as many. But I guess that wouldn't have been a very interesting plot line. No. I mean, if somebody's like, hey, what happened to Captain America? And they're like, who? What? I've never known a Captain America... Yeah, I mean, Steve Rogers never would have been born. Or the he didn't project. He though. He's actually one of them that. He's one of them that's okay. But, uh. <clears throat> it's the, one of the major changes from the comics to this is. It, it's more relatable to me that Thanos did it for. For a girl. Because <laughs> who among us has not done something ridiculous and crazy to attract attention of, of someone that they you know they're crushing on and in the comics you know he it was death he was it? going after yeah, death yeah. and he was trying to impress her and she was bothered by the fact that there's more people alive that's ever died or something yeah. like that and he was like oh I'll get her attention I'll get the, all the infinity stones and the gauntlet and you know so I can relate to that. We've all done something stupid to attract someone we're crushing on, I think, at some point in our lives. I can't really relate to trying to purge the universe in order for you know, it not to be overpopulated. I've never been faced with that project. Yeah. But I'm not going to say, that doesn't mean I don't like it, because it's it's cool that, I think it's good that Thanos had a a reason to be quote unquote evil I don't like it when the bad guy's just mean and evil just for the sake of because he's supposed to be because he's the bad guy well his backstory was different in the comics too a little bit 
Well, he thought this was his calling. Like, this is his destiny. And he had a point. I, I don't think he... I don't agree with him. And obviously, the Avengers didn't agree with him. And it wasn't a good point. But he had a he had a purpose. He had reasoning behind his... There was a method to his madness. You know what I mean? He wasn't just doing it for the sake of doing it. Because he's, he's mean and evil. Yeah. My notes aren't in order either. But I like how... Everyone, like, a lot of the Avengers had to share the guilt of Thanos' victory because there's at different points there's different mistakes made in the movie. Like, Quill... Is it Quill or Quinn? Quill. Star-Lord, yeah. He, uh... They had Thanos beat. And, um... Did he punch him? Or something? When he found out he killed Gamora? This is what happens when I wait too long from the time I, think, I watch it to the time I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I think. Like, they had him, he like... his uh, anger get to him. Yeah, they they were pulling the... They almost had the glove pulled off. Because that girl that can, like, control you, that was with Quill and them... Yeah, what was her name? She had, you know, her hands over his head, and he was, like, trying to fight free, and they were pulling the glove off, and he was, like... And he found out that he killed Gamora, and he, like, punched him, and he regained control of the glove and everything. The I don't know if it was was it yeah I guess it was so that was that was you know on him and then of course Doctor Strange gave up the time stone to save Tony you remember on the ship when Thanos came after the time stone but he got the time stone well at first he tried to give him a fake but he yeah he but was, he done that it wasn't was, on the ship he was privy to that pretty quick they done that on the Mars or whatever his home planet or whatever it was Titan was it Titan isn't Titan his home planet I don't I don't remember I better google that there'll be some comic book people that'll be upset if we get that wrong <laughs> his home plant <laughs> whoops Titan I'm right. Titan okay, okay. But so. yeah they were on Titan whenever he got the was it the time stone or the reality stone? Oh, it was the time stone because yeah, well, yeah, because it's Doctor Strange. Yeah, and uh, Vision has the reality stone. I thought he had the whatever the yellow one is, but uh, yeah, we're horrible comic book fans. Well, I'm not a Marvel guy. I just, I mean, I like it. I just don't read a lot. Um, Scarlet Witch because she. Uh, she had to quote unquote kill Vision for the Yellow Stone to get. That was the Mind Stone. Vision Stone was the Mind, the mind stone. stone. Yeah. She, um, you know, he was telling her like, "You got to get this thing out of my head and get rid of it," and she didn't. So he he got it, and he killed him anyway. Yeah, and he died anyway. Which I think they're gonna. I know. I think I know how they're gonna bring him back. Well, I think I know how they're gonna do everything if they go anything by the comics. It, you know, if they go by the comics, then yeah, it's already. But like, even in the movie, they were like backing him up with their uh, the technology from Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to back up his hard drive, and we don't know how much of that his they conscience got. That we don't know how much of that was complete before that happened. So they could just could easily go oh look we got enough of him to where the AI kind of can take back over but they don't have the stone so well remember they said they don't know for sure that he has to have the stone now they kind of covered that that's why I think that that's how they'll bring him back it'll be like a new vision they'll have a new vision 
Uh, Thor has to share the guilt too, because he didn't quote unquote go for the head. He went for the shoulder. I put on my notes. P.S. Why did he say go for the head and not my head? I thought that was kind of funny. He didn't say you should have went for my head. He should. He said you should have went for the head. I didn't even notice that. It's like, well, what are you? Are you t- oh, is this a third person thing or like what's going on here? <laughs> well, it's Thanos. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I totally thought that. The Thor, like I didn't realize that the movie was going to end the way it did. They, that caught me off guard. I thought they had won. I thought Thor had avenged his brother's death. He comes through, saves the day. You know, boom. You know, roll credits. Movie over. Yay! And then, you know, boom. Boom. He the snapping. I'm like, wow. Didn't see that coming. And I think that's awesome. I like that because it's it's very. Uh, Empire Strikes Back of them. Yeah. Really that ended is. on a very bad note. Well, it also keeps the storyline going, too. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it keeps, yeah, for future films. It gives you another two-ish hours for another story that you're not trying to squeeze all in one movie. Which, they do that so much now that it really ruins a lot of movies. Um, another person that has to share a little bit of the guilt of Thanos winning would be Banner because he couldn't. He had performance issues with. Was there ever, ever explained why he couldn't? A lot of people just assumed that it was because Thanos beat him up at the beginning of the film. But I, re- I read an article a, a while back saying there's a lot, which I suspected there's there's more to it than just that. I think there's a. I think there's definitely some drama going on between Banner and the Hulk. Yeah. It's made obvious through, you know, Thor Ragnarok. They got to get they got to get together. I need to watch that again. Oh man, I love it. Um and then of course everybody is going to have like survivor's guilt, you know, for I mean half of the universe, not just half the world, half of existence. Yeah. Well, not existence cuz it's not like Plants and stuff died, and and amoebas and single-celled organisms. I guess it was just all primates, beans. It wasn't conscience beans. They didn't really say this, but did he purge half the animals too? It's like half the fish of the ocean, and I think it was just like half of the half of the what are we called? Work all people. But. I know, but there was the aliens too. It wasn't just Earth; it was all the planets. Yeah, so you wouldn't say mankind all... or humankind because it wasn't all. Humans. I mean, you could you could say mankind, and it just kind of develops everything. But sapiens, uh, dude, I don't know. They don't really have scientific classifications for people from other planets. Because little... none exist. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I was fixing to accuse you of being spacist, but you just took it to a whole other level. You're oh, like, there's, no, there's no proof out that they exist. So, Good Lord, I wasn't ready for this conversation. Prepare to argue. Well, say you, you wanted improv. <laughs> Initiate argument protocol. You wanted... You, wanted, uh... you really don't believe in aliens, or are you just being silly? I believe in aliens, but there's no proof that aliens exist. I mean, the aliens we're talking about right now don't. This is a movie. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, Kelly. It was not real. So that wasn't a documentary of what <laughs> happened. No doubt. Avengers Infinity War was not a documentary. So when my Uncle Fred disappeared, he just disappeared. Yeah, sometimes Uncle Fred just disappears. 
Well, he has well, done he it wasn't, He wasn't going to the beer store. Well, I mean, he probably did to start with. Well, but then he just kept right on going. Possible. Of course, I don't have an Uncle Fred, but... Not now. <laughs> oh. I don't know why I put this in my notes. We should have done this. We should have done this right after I made these notes. Well, that one should probably should have watched it again before. I will. Like I said, it's all it's all, it's on heavy rotation. Actually, right now I've just started. I finally. I probably should save this till Anthony gets here in a little while. I finally started watching season two of The Punisher, so that's kind of been. But I don't like just keep it going in the background. Like I'm actually watching it. But if I just got something going in the background right now, it's either Black Panther, Infinity War, or. Um, Ragnarok. I've actually got a new show I've been watching. Like, yeah, I've clicked on them so many times, it just pops up on my list. Yeah. It's like the first thing I see. It's like, we'll just assume this is what you want. I'm like, well, I've been watching it is. Umbrar, um, but I don't um, like you to assume. Umbrella Academy. It's kind of weird, kind of cool. Yeah, you told me about that. I was trying to figure out what Thanos meant, and then I realized later when he said, I ignored my destiny once and I won't do it again, right before he killed her. You think she's really dead? No. You think she's going to come back when everybody else comes back? Some people think that that they're going to rewind. I think it's going to go like back in the comics, but she's got, she's yeah. like some people are going to stay dead. I don't think so. I think because she died differently. Back. She didn't die from the snapping. No, she died to get the soul stone. So I don't know. I guess it depends on a lot of things. They they think that Tony's going to be the one to rewind time with the uh the gauntlet in the comic books it was nebula the other sister was it i thought it was tony i don't think so okay i only read it once now you got me second guessing but i think it was i think it was nebula there was also some set photos of the avengers wearing these little like devices armbands yeah they're like little little fitbits and they think that those are like time traveling devices so far fetched, but it could be anybody. I don't. I don't know. I mean, we're dealing with I mean, a gauntlet that has a reality of time stone in it, so anything could happen, and anybody could be the person to get a hold of it. But either way, they're gonna obviously they're gonna unsnap everything. But I don't know that Gamora's gonna come back to life. I hope she does. I don't know because I like her. But what he meant when he said I won't ignore my destiny again is he feels like the whole reason. He thinks this is his purpose is because of what happened to Titan, his home planet. You remember when he showed that vision of yeah. when the Titan was flourishing and then it, it became went overpopulated. It, it became overpopulated and went to shit. And he could have—I guess—he thinks he could have fixed it then, and he didn't. So now he he understands that he has to do this for the universe to survive. But the universe was surviving just fine. I mean, not according to him. I, did, I still don't understand why Gamora told Quill to kill her. You remember, she before any of this happened, she was like, look, if it comes down to it, you're going to have to kill me. And he's like, what? No, I don't, I'm not going to do that. She's like, yeah, you have to. How did she know? Like, why did, Why would she even say that unless she well, suspected Did Nebula that he already tell use, her? Nebula had already told her. No, it's yours. Nebula had already told her what he was needing, why he needed her. Well, then why does she act surprised when he pushed her off the cliff? Because he didn't. She didn't realize she had to die to get it. Then why does she tell Quill to kill her? 
Because that would keep him from being able to do that if he had sh- if he'd have shot her. Because he actually tried to, and his bullets turned into bubbles. Because that then she didn't. She was telling him that so he wouldn't have the option of using her to get the soul stone. She didn't realize she had to die to get the soul stone. Oh, he so you're saying that she that he needed he could her somehow use her. Yeah, and and I want to say Nebula told her that. But like I said, if Quill had killed her, he wouldn't have been able to get the stone. No. Unless there's something else he loves. They didn't bring death up at all in this movie. Maybe they're saving that for Deadpool. Because you know Deadpool dated death for a while. Stole her from Thanos. Did he? Yeah. I I don't know. I I knew they dated. It's even in that Deadpool game. He's with her and not... uh, What's her name? Vanessa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put on here that I was impressed with Josh Borland's ability to convey emotion. Oh yeah. It, even with the restraints of mocap and digitalization, he was still Do you Okay, do you remember in the very first time you saw Thanos and people talk about how different he looks now. But it Do was a comic book? No, 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 no. At the end of um, one of the first Avengers mate, was it the first Avengers movie or was it one of the it was the first Avengers. It's the first time you. It was. It was a post-credit scene because it's Loki was talking to him, and he said something like, "I'm just gonna have to do this myself." And you turn yeah. around, and it was Thanos. Because Loki had failed him. If you look at that, go. If you Google a picture of him at that post-credit scene versus now, he looks so different. He yeah. looks more. His face is more human and less alien-like as it did. And uh, some people have a conspiracy behind that that this reality is a different Thanos, but I'm like, nah, they're not going to go that deep, I don't think. Um, maybe that's why he said the head, not my head. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, why was I saying that? What was my point? Oh, yeah, because uh, they really was, they were really, tr- obviously, they changed his looks to try to convey that emotion. And god dang, Marvel does a good job with CGI. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you look at Thanos at any shot in the Avengers movie. And compare that to Steppenwolf's stupid face in Justice League. How could you let that go? I can't believe you're still going on about the whole Steppenwolf thing. Well, look, I just watched Aquaman. All that CGI was fine. Why didn't they use, Why didn't they do that? There was a ton of CGI in Aquaman. Difference in Zack Snyder. I'm assuming and like League most and... of the movie had almost every scene had some CGI in it. Yeah, and it looked fine. Steppenwolf's stupid face looked horrible. <laughs> I don't know. Why? I mean, why? Not uh, anyway. I just love Josh Brolin as an actor. Period. Yeah, he was. I mean, really, he was great in Goonies. And he was really good in um, Deadpool too. I like it that Marvel is keeping something separate though. Yeah. Like even though Infinity War had a lot of superheroes in it, they. I'm glad that some of them like. I mean, if you just brought, like, let's just say in the Avengers, they brought in, like, the X-Men and Fantastic Four and Deadpool. I'm like, the water's just going to get too muddy. Then the X-Fours and... Well, yeah, that is Deadpool. But, yeah, I mean... I think we got plenty of superheroes to deal with. and they But they did it well. I mean, they had a lot going on, but they covered each thing. The movie had time to breathe. There was, like quiet moments that were funny yeah. like like um batista what's his name drax drock no drock yeah drox drax drax dr yeah D-R-X. trying to pretend he was invisible and stuff he's like you can't see me they're like yeah we can no i'm sure you can't <laughs> so anyway yeah like um uh, I, th- 
I thought Infinity War was great. It's one of those, the more you watch it, the better it gets. And I, now I've seen it several times. I've seen it a couple. Uh, I can't say I've seen it a couple all the way through, though. It's one of those movies I watch going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I kick it on and just kind of fall asleep at about the same point every time. One, one thing that sucks about any of those three movies that I've, I'm kind of watching constantly is that at any point you could get sucked in. And even though you got it like as a background thing, you end up watching. You end up watching the whole damn thing. Yeah, there's several movies that I do that to. My I call them my sleeping movies. Yeah, you gotta find a good movie that's interesting enough to make you want to click it, but not so interesting that you're not gonna be able to go to sleep. A million ways to die in the West is one of those. I can watch it at any time, but if I'm really just want background noise and go to sleep, I can click it. And I'll laugh for the first 15, 20 minutes until I fall asleep. I definitely go to sleep to stuff I've seen before so oh, that yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that sense of, of I'm missing something. And nothing's worse than rewatching the first part of a movie to get to the point to where you, uh, you went to sleep at, but you can't remember half of it, half of what you saw. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of watching the season two of Punisher so far has been the watching the recap of season one that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. Cause it'd been long enough to where I kind of just, and I've watched so many freaking things that I just forgot. And then when I was, they did that whole season recap at the beginning, I was like, Oh yeah, that guy I'm like, Oh yeah, that Madani. Yeah. Her. And Oh yeah. I forgot about that too. You remember, you so know, I just had it. this whole like fun little walk down memory lane there. Every time uh, one of our shows comes back on, like three, four weeks ahead of time, we'll start back at season one and go all the way through to the, the, you know, the series opener starts back up. Yeah, we need to do that with Game of Thrones. We need to. It's coming up, man. It's coming up. The the day of the Railroad Festival. The day after, excuse me. The day after. Which we'll have to make sure we DVR that. I'm going to watch it live. Uh the day after? The night after? Yeah, I guess we can have a yeah. old school walking dead. I mean, uh, I think one year's WrestleMania was the, the very next night. Yeah. So I was there... thinking about the after party. But <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. the same night. That's the night of the Dude, it's actually spilled over before. <laughs> so what's everybody think about Endgame? Is everybody excited about it? What do y'all think about did, did I miss anything? Did we miss anything when we were talking about Infinity War? Let us know. Email also, us. There's a lot of stuff. At popculture4, the number 4 real at gmail.com, or call us. Where'd my sticky note go? Uh, dude, that thing's been gone for a while. At 662 305 9783, I think. I'll play the list commercial. It's on there. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it in that commercial? I don't know. But I got this cool, handy thing. A phone? Yeah, those are neat. Oh, wow. You got jokes. I mean, you pulled out your phone and said, I got this thing. <laughs> I was just trying to help you out. 9783. Is that what I said? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Kill I. Oh, we've rambled on for like 30 minutes about Infinity War. So, um... Anthony is going to be here in a little while. Dang, it's 6 o'clock already. I need to get off here. Is it? 
He'll be here a little while, and if we oh, wind up getting back on the computer and talking, which we're planning on doing, which we don't always do when we plan on doing, because we get distracted. We're well, finna go set the grill up. Yeah. Um, but if he gets here and we do the podcast, he's going to talk to us about this new uh, this new batch of beer we're fixing to do. We're fixing to do a barley wine. Finally. Yes. Looking forward to that. I'll drink it. Damn right. It's going to sit up for a while, though. Yeah, I like six that. months. Did he say six months? Well, let's not jump ahead. We'll let him tell us. I know it does have to sit up for a while, though. All right, let's go to something else. All right. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call the list. You just made the list. Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to AdvertiseCast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popculture4real, that's the number 4real, at gmail.com. You look very comfortable right now. I'm super comfortable. I like this. Uh, Is this the most comfortable you've ever been? Not, like, not in your life, but doing the podcast. Doing the podcast, yes. <laughs> Except when I was dancing on the other side. That was more I wouldn't classify that as comfortable as so much but as... But it's comfort, I guess. I guess it's a different There's kind comfort in dancing? I wouldn't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the rearrangement and kick it in Kelly's corner over here. Kelly's corner. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we've rearranged the podcast studio completely. Yes. Because we had a gig this weekend. I couldn't reach it. And uh, I was like, hey, we got the equipment in the trailer right now. We had to pack up everything. We even had to take PA for the show. Well, partial PA. I was like, now is the time if we're going to do this. And uh, we cleaned up the floor really good. There's like seven dustpans of floor pepper in the garbage can right now. Floor pepper? Do you like that? I just came up with that. I was confused at what it was. Really? I thought, yeah. I couldn't think of anything else. We all eat lots of hot stuff, so I thought y'all dropped a lot of peppers in the floor. Well, I'm sure we have. <laughs> so I thought that's what it There's was. There's been so many things, like, in invertedly smashed on the floor here. It's yeah. unbelievable. We should have kept a list of things that have been broken in here. Yeah. For sure. So we got a new setup. Uh, we finally got everything working, and now we're going to do this outro real quick. And the purpose of this outro is to talk about... Some beer. Some barley wine. Something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and that's going to be our next brew. Yeah. So, uh, you're the uh, we alchemist. Some, we, just, we just drank our, our current beer, our Irish Red. you got to get some low to it, too. Yeah, it's definitely, so because I have, a, I have a full report on that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, because now I like it, so I can be brutally <laughs> honest. I thought you were, I almost thought you were ribbing me. 
I thought you were like pulling a prank to see if I knew, like if I could tell like good beer from bad beer. <laughs> really? It was that bad at first. Oh, okay. But we've talked about how aging and carbonation and cli- uh, temperature Just a control. Bit of time does a whole lot. Uh, the, a week's worth yeah. with this, or that last week stretch from last weekend to now, mm. it made all the difference in the world with that, and the carbonation really came in, and it's great. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll drink it. But when I was first taking little sips of it here and there, when I'd come out here and check it, I was like, hmm, this might not be my jam. <laughs> it's kind of yingling in me. Yingling in Now I could see that reference. Yeah. Before, I couldn't. Yeah. So I don't get Killian's-ish on this at all. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was at with it. I was like, I like Killian's. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, but hey, it's great. I mean, again, we said it on here a million times. There's something about age and alcohol that are good. They're like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. They go great together. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, I went ahead and uh, I've been, since you've been wanting to do a barley wine, and I've been wanting to do a barley wine, it's the the whole issue of uh, it's a big beer to make and it's a big beer to drink. It's a lot of, al- a lot of alcohol in it. Well, your grain bill is massive. massive. We can't do a brew in a bag. We have to do a mash time because, you know, we can't pick up. 25 pounds of wet grain. <laughs> I mean, not without ripping something. That's a good point. Yeah. So. I didn't even think about that. You you couldn't do... You couldn't do a brew in a bag no. barley wine. Yeah. I, I mean, there might be some purists on here that attack me, but you need well, a dead crane to lift you it. You can, but I wouldn't... That's a lot of grains. We're kind of pushing our bag on the limit now as far as replacement. So I wouldn't want to push it no further because it would kind of suck if we picked it up and it ripped and dumped it all back into our mash. That would, that would be horrible. But uh, if we had like a, you know, a good high quality bag that was new or one of those they have things now called brew basket, especially a mesh basket that you just dip down in there, which would be awesome but they're outrageously expensive. I think the heater is coming through pretty it loud. If, if you're not, turn it off. I got are you freezing? Are you good? Know. Look at that. Oh my God! That made all the difference in the world. Yeah, I, I, it was deafening me. We're taking, we're catching up on Walking Dead too. It's Sunday night, so we got a little background noise, but it's all good. Um, wow! Now it's like too quiet. Yeah, it was. I made a noise with my beer. Does that count? Um, does that count as a drinking game? <laughs> no, you have to open it or no, say hops. Hops. Well, speaking of hops, it's a good way to segue into that. That's another thing. The main issue, the main cost with beer is hops. Yeah. Let's back up for a second. Okay. For the people that don't know, even know what barley wine is, mm-hmm. what's the difference between, for the people listening, barley wine and just regular old beer? I've done a lot of reading on it. It's an old ale. Is what it is. It's an old, strong ale, and it's basically an English beer that's really high in alcohol. I don't know why the purpose of making it. Because it's like really old. It predates a lot of a. I guess they just wanted to get a lot of alcohol, get drunk or something. I don't know. Well, imagine that. They used alcohol for so much, too many different purposes back in the day. I mean, they could have been medicine or something. Now that but, you've got the hair off, you're talking a lot quieter. <laughs> well, I can turn right. the heater back on. Turn the heater back on. Talk, talk louder. Uh, it's just a 10 or 12, 13, 14% alcohol beer. It's pretty bold. And, uh, I've had a couple examples of it, and one I liked, and one was just a big hop bomb Imperial IPA to me. Yeah. I didn't really get it as a barley wine. It just tastes like tastes like a highly alcoholic hoppy beer. But uh, and that's what I was scared of because I know you like you're on the you like your hops like you do your pepper. You want a lot of it, 
your hot pepper, I mean. Down with the hotness. So, um, I didn't want another Imperial IPA. But I've had... I've had a really, really hop forward beer before that I didn't care for because it was right. it wasn't balanced. Good, yeah, balanced. Yes, balanced. That's the thing. And uh that's me. I can like it. I can that And it can be lopsided. That's okay too. It but as long as much. there's some of the other. Right. I need to I need to I need to get um, both of them. The bitter and the sweet. Like the uh the Raptor Piss was a perfect example. That was a that was a malt you could taste the malt in that Raptor beer. Piss. And you can taste the hops. Love. And that was it. But that, and that was like an eight percent alcohol beer. Did we write down everything we did on the? Oh, I know exactly case? what I did on that. And, and this is the thing. I like it. I like your conviction. I want. Well, yeah. Well, I. And I, oh, I know exactly what I did on that. Uh, this. You even like kind of stroked your beard when you said that. <laughs> I replaced it. Very authoritative. I used a different yeast. I used a. I used basically used a uh, a yeast that. Uh, doesn't input any flavor profile in a beer. It's just a simple generic type yeast. It's used in a lot of different beers. It's a good yeast. But the recipe called for a different type of yeast that actually puts more flavor to the beer. Now, when I make it again, do they use the same yeast they use or use the original yeast they called for? That's the question what I do. So, mm. I don't know. Well, we know Could, how it it turned out Could it be better? Yeast. Could it be better? Uh, It'd be hard to be better. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to stick to the same thing or not. Or I'll just research the yeast that went in there and compare the two and see. Well, it's not like it's going to turn out bad. No. So we could try it the other way. Yeah. see. You should say, and then we'll know. And we'll drink it. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. We certainly will drink it. But on this barley wine, you know, five gallons of a... 10% 10% alcohol beer is a lot. It's going to sit in a cake. Well, of course, it's got to sit for six months anyway because it needs to age that long. Is it six months? We were talking about that yesterday. <sighs> I'll probably check it. Because that's how long we let the uh, the mead. No, we let it, yeah. Uh, how long ago was our 100th episode? Because mm. we haven't tried the mead since then. It may be even better now. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone. It's done. You're not on the mead train. No, I'm right? not on the mead train at all. It wasn't that bad. Uh but for the time I put into it, it was that bad. So I mean, the, I mean, did you though? Yeah, just waiting is time for me. I can, I can you know, I could have used that. But the best. prep, like oh, no, making the mead versus making beer. I mean, come on, it's three ingredients. I guess if water, honey, and yeast. If I put, I guess I could have put better time into it, but uh, it was kind of half-assed. I just dumped some blah, 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 and done. Well, that's the way they made mead back in the but, day. But uh, I would rather... They just went blah, 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 and then they waited a long time. I think... Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to try making a a beer and honey mixture. It's called something. It's called a braggot. Yeah. But uh, you, make, you make them... You get a mash, and you just add a bunch of honey into it. It's called you probably braggot. don't put a whole lot of... Uh, like your your malt would be low because you got so much sugar. It's a it's a it's kind of bragging. It's a big beer as well. I bet because uh, there's a lot of sweetness for that. For yeah, that, uh, yeah, it's a lot. And the bacteria. That, we keep saying these terms. Big beer means high alcohol for everybody in. I don't brew like beer. Like an imperial. Yeah, uh, imperial means high alcohol. Big beer means high alcohol. Uh, but yeah, I've been thinking about like me. You know, we usually do five gallon batches, and we usually kind of knock up a couple of more gallons in there to where we can have some in the bottle so that's what I've been thinking about do I keep with that train of thought when I'm making that much beer and we already have the the large grain bill situation not problem situation 
So I was thinking, so we'll make it like a half, a, like a half a batch, like make say make a three gallon batch, or or what? And then I said, okay, well we can do what we've been wanting to do, a rinse beer. Are we going there with this? Yes, I'm going to do a so rinse. We're going to go there. Which because uh, you realize there's going to be homebrew people listening to this. Well, probably yeah. Well, no, it's called a party gal. And they're going to they're going to really uh, if we don't get our our. We're gonna do information. <laughs> we we got to come correct with this. If, right. if we're gonna explain. Well, I'm explain not gonna stash, I'm not here. gonna spat out math. We have swung and missed a couple of <laughs> oh, times. Oh yeah. I'm gonna not gonna spat out math formulas because there's some math formulas. First of all, I don't it. think rinse beer is the right term. It's not. It's not. So to explain to them what rinse beer is. Basically, what I'm gonna do. We we're gonna take it. the first runnings of our mash and make and boil it down to our barley wine, and we're gonna take the second runnings and hopefully have enough. Gravity points left in the beer. We're doing a second rinse of second, the malt. Yeah, second running, and all the make that our. We're gonna make that our pale ale, and we're gonna hit our numbers because I'm gonna make sure we are, because this is what I'm gonna do. All right, five gallons of barley wine is a whole lot of beer. Five gallons of pale ale is gonna, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna go down like prom night. It's just gonna, it's 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 gonna. I mean, we're gonna drink it. It's gonna be a good beer, a, a good. Pie. And we're not gonna have to wait six months. And we're not gonna have to wait six months. So what I do if I don't hit, if I take uh, my high gravity beer and I get those points and I don't get the points on my PLL, I'm just gonna take some of the barley wine, wort, well not even wort at that point, the mash before I boil it. I'm gonna take some of that, and I make a gallon of it and add it to the whatever gallons in the other to get my points and uh i might even have me a pound or two of extract to add to the boil to get there just in case just in case just in case if i need to get those points because i can add a pound of extract to it like the extract kits y'all done i can go buy extract yeah and just add that just to get my points if i need i want to hit like one, I want to hit like 55 is the number I'm wanting to hit. If I hit 45, I need to add 10 points worth. So that's what I need to do. And I'll make sure I get that that way. And if I have less barley wine, I'm okay with that. I'd rather have less, I'd rather have four gallons of barley wine and five gallons of pure strength pale ale. Yeah, my whole thing with the rinse beer is that. What have you got to lose? Right. Which we have lost. This is the thing with all you the... You really r- only lose an extra... Uh, with the first rinse, first rinse beer we've done... Which yeast is pretty cheap. Yeah. The first rinse beer we done, we didn't have any extra hops on hand, so we just added it to the trough at the bottom of our pale ale, which was... <laughs> I know. I added it to the bottom of our IPA, which was horrendous. So we had a... a uh, a Michelob Ultra IPA. Did we try a rinse on the Raptor Puss? Uh, no. That's the one we should have done. That's the one that would have worked. Right, that's the one that would have worked. It actually would have worked on that one. Uh, this is going to work, though. I feel confident about this. This is going to be like our third from, times the charm thing. From what I've read, you usually get half the gravity points, around half the gravity points from your, your first runnings. We're trying to get 100 for our barley wine. When to, to explain, most of our beers we hit are around 50 to 60. We're trying to hit 100. So if we get half of that, we'll get 45. So if I add a gallon of the 100 back to it, it should not back up to 55, which is close enough to what I'm looking for. If I'm wrong on that, I think I'm right. 
So that's all, that's all that matters. <laughs> so that's one thing that I've learned about brewing as we've done every time we do a batch. It's it there's a, there's there's room. It's this is I don't want to say it's not an exact science because it kind of is, especially if you're wanting to do it the same way and get the same results every time. Right. But uh, I don't think we're. I don't think we're going for that. We're not. Point. We're just going. We're for not it. trying to like make a beer that's consistent to the next time we make right. that same beer. Because we're just might want to try to. We just, we just want good beer. Yeah. If as long as we get good beer, we're okay with it. And we haven't really made like a horrible, crappy beer. I mean, the worst beer we've had, like peach wheat, was the peach wheat. And after and I the, drank it. And by the end of the day, it did. We it, emptied the keg. We it's emptied not the like keg. We, it, we didn't like say, the hell with this? Let's pour it. We didn't. We didn't pour any beer that's out yet. That's what I thought. This. <laughs> I thought this was going to be I was totally wrong yeah so I mean we haven't poured any beer out no. so and we've made some some really good beers uh, and the thing about it this is how we know we make good beers we disagree on what's the best yeah like you say this is the best and I think this is the best and then Laura thinks this is the best so we got three people thinking three different beers is the best beer so that means they're all good basically. that's a good argument to have that's a good yeah. No, when we did that, uh, I can't remember if it was the first or second rinse. It's the one you're talking about where we used the trub. Yeah, it was the, yeah. That you was know how, like, beer surprisingly kind of smells like a fart? Mm-hmm. Like, this smelled horrible. horrible. Like, yeah. the, the, it comes out. Yeah. You know, the smell horrible. comes out later. But this was bad. It was bad. Like, I smelled that. I was like, uh-oh. And the thing about it, that <laughs> beer, I, and, I, and I was, at that point, I was okay with the rinse beer because I knew it would have worked had we not put it, we, if we would not have done it in that, with all that, and would have had another thing of hops, would have been fine. It would have it worked. Because that was a big beer as well because we only made a 10-gallon batch that time. Yeah. That first one we done, we done. It's that gallons. shrub, that cake at the bottom. You don't. Yeah. It's that's what the smell comes from. What do you trouble? But you separate you separate the liquid from the, that anyway, so you don't. Yeah. You don't get any of the fart in the final. I don't know product. if it's called trouble. You don't get the fart. True. I think it's called true. That's not the when you get to infirmity. I don't no, know. I, I like it that we're making up our own words. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't think it is. After you boil, I, I don't think know. you. I think you just came. It's up called trouble. It's called boil trash or something. I don't know what it's called. True is that nasty shit at the bottom of the boil kettle. Yeah, the bull kettle. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that's called. That muddy, swampy goo that smells like a fart. Yeah. Well, that's that's y'all haven't actually seen the bottom of a. Uh, yeah, you usually fermenter. take them home with fermenter. you and then, and then keg them. I will show you how the bottom of a fermenter. Oh no, I could. <laughs> well, I mean, when we poured that, the nasty one out here, yeah, it's, it, had, it, it was right. horrible. Yeah, that was. Whew. I was like, I can't believe we drink this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's great. It mm. works. You got really, really nasty stuff mixed with really, really great yeah. stuff. <laughs> and you get the nasty stuff and the great stuff, and you separate it. And yep. That's how you do. But uh, I've been looking at other, like I've been looking ahead. I like, I mean, I like, of course, I like drinking the beer, but I like the, the process. So I've been looking at beers and not, not just beer. I used to look like, okay, what do I want to drink? And that's what I want to make. Yeah. And now I'm not doing that. I'm just right. looking at. Well, we kind of ran out. I'm like. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing how fast like, you uh, run out of different. Like I, types of beer. I made the milk stout twice. I made the then I made a, like when it comes to categories. Yeah, it's there's not as many as you think. There's a, yeah. millions of names of yeah, yeah. varieties of it. Yeah, but actual categories of different styles is like, not as many as you yeah. think. Yeah, we made the milk stout twice. And then we made a coffee stout. 
uh, coffee chocolate stout. Then we made. When's the last time you tried that? I, I might, I'm gonna get one before I spent a minute. Yeah. Uh, then I made. Then we we made a uh, an amber lager, which I want to do another lager again, and I'm that's what I'm gonna get to in just a second. Um, we made an IPA twice. We made a pale ale once. Uh, How long have we been doing this? Over like year. over here. I know you've made a few batches at your, your old house. Over a year. Right at a year. Oh, yeah. It's definitely been a year. Well, we done that. It was Thanksgiving when we done our first all-grain batch over here. Okay. That's when we done our first all-grain batch. That 10-gallon all-grain batch was no. It was Thanksgiving. That's right, because when I used to come over to your old house and you were doing batches, it was yeah, extract. Yeah, I was still on extract. And at first, once we got back started, uh, you said, let's brew some beer, get a, get a, get a brew kit, and uh, you said, I'll get a keg. You bought a keg and I bought a brew kit, and we used it. The extract kit it came with is the first one we made. Because we made it at the house, and we done a podcast, remember? That's you right. Call I called this a build, uh, build a beer build workshop. A beer workshop and we made I beer. never aired that. We made beer. I recorded it on my phone. We drank scotch and made beer. Yeah. At the house. I've still got that somewhere. That's yeah. some Patreon stuff yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was wanting to make a a Bach. I don't know a my Bach. I think that's what it's called. Like the composer, something like that. <laughs> but I was looking. There's like a my Bach. There's a Bach. There's a Doppel Bach. And I was looking. Well, this, you're gonna get a kick out of this. There's one called a Eisenbach. I don't know if I'm saying it right. And basically, you make a beer, a good a, a Doppel Bach, basically, which is a high gravity beer, like an eight percent Bach. After you get it fermented and made, you f- instead of kegging it at that point, you freeze it. What? You freeze it. You freeze it. What does that you do? Shake it and you, you shake it and you freeze it. I think 25%. So you want to extract 25% of the ice out of this beer, which concentrates your alcohol content. You got me at alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really started listening I was to like, what the crap is this? I, I think it was like an old way of getting a higher alcohol content. But I don't know. It's just weird. Like, that is weird. I've like never heard of that. Ice. I've heard of, like, ice filtered and cold filtered. What yeah. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Does that, is that really a thing? I have no idea. What do they mean when they say cold filtered? Right? I think something that's something key. What are they filtering? Uh... Like, are they re-racking it? They're shitty keystones. I don't know. <laughs> what was that? What was that beer? That was it was like, like Bud Ice. Bud Ice. And there it was, was like another cold one. Filtered. Like, was another, ice filtered like Bud Ice. Ice, was there an ice filtered over ice. Was there an Ice House beer back in the day? In the I think it still is. Ice House. I don't know. I don't know. There's all those crappy beers. In Maybe here. some people I mean, in the new homebrew club can tell us what that is. Maybe. I'm not asking. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't want to be ridiculed. I don't want to be ridiculed. We're already going to be. We're already going to be. Because we're making up words. <laughs> it's okay. I make up words all the time. I mean, I'm drinking a dingling. Yeah, those, uh, that used to be my road beer. Because I didn't sell it in this part of Mississippi or at right. all. Did they sell it in Mississippi at all? No, they just got within the last few years. Yeah. So when I would go, when we would go out on the road and do a like on tour or do a show or whatever outside of the state, I would stop and get Yingling because that's where I, you yeah. know, I can actually it's get good it. beer. 
So that's my road gear. All right, so we've uh, we've done 20 minutes on brewing uh, wine. Yeah, what else are we talking about? What a give me a little bit of the history of barley wine. Oh, well, I have no. I'm not sure. I don't know. Were they? Because I, I know, six, like I've heard before that yeah. with the, the monks that invented beer. It's not essentially were were making wine. Was it like the first? Was barley wine like the first beer? That I don't know. Surely they wouldn't have that high of a complex, massive grain bill for the first. What was the first beer? Uh, well, in the, like what style was the first beer ever? That's something we should oh, Google. I have no idea. It was weird though because it, it didn't have hops in it. It had like I don't know. What? It had like pine tree leaves or something in it. Pine tree leaves. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it would, uh, I'm pulling up in, in the 18th century. Yeah, short-lived popularity with English aristocracy, aristocrats basically, uh, who were looking for alternative to wine. They had the same strength. First beer to be marketed barley wine was. Bass number one L around eighteen seventy. There is a history of beer Wikipedia in oh, Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. There's early evidence of beer. A thirty nine hundred year old Sumerian poem about it. It contains the oldest surviving beer recipe. Describing the production of beer from barley via bread. I'm not gonna read this whole thing. Made bread That's definitely some uh, good reading material. That's what we need to find out. What was the first beer ever? What style? Man, this is a long Wikipedia page. There's I wonder a- how old like the the Westie is. What is oh, it? I don't is know. the uh, Trappist West Valerian Seven? Know. It's like the number one beer of the world. I don't know. I like, seven? To, I like to brew one of those little styles of weird beers. We gotta do it in a cave. Well, I don't have a cave. We gotta find one. We have to go to that sinko outside the car wash by Does Walmart. anybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> if anybody listening knows where there's a I'm cave, I'm gonna go stick my beer in there. <laughs> you know, you know what? We've been talking about doing one of our Halloween specials at the Bell Witch Cave. While we're there, we can brew some Trappist beer in there. There's some. We uh, can have a haunted. There's, there's some old chalk mines or something up at uh, Pickwick or something, ain't it? Is it Pickwick? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Um, I don't know where there's a cave in it. we got to find a cave. You know, like, is there a cave in the Benonite Mine somewhere we don't know about? I'm like going probably, somebody doing meth in there. there. There's probably somebody dead in there doing meth. Uh, tomorrow night. This will probably air like Wednesday, so it'll be over by it'll the over. We're going to the, the Homebrew Club. Homebrew Club. Do we have a name yet? It doesn't have a name Is it yet. still called Brew Heathens? Or? Right now, the Facebook, yeah, it's called Brew Heathens, but we don't have a... I think Brew Heathens is fine. We don't have a, 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 a homebrew club name It's yet. sort of like whenever we write songs, Yeah. we'll have like a code name a code for the name song. name, and it And like at least 50% of the time, if not more, that code name sticks. Stick, yeah. Like um, the song Future Endeavored, I had no intention of that being, being called Future Endeavored. But we called it that so much in po- pre-production. Yeah. That it just felt natural to call it that. But the I don't say the words future endeavored in the song anywhere. No. In fact, that's kind of a wrestling term. Oh, okay. Uh, like in WWE, if you get fired, you're quote unquote future endeavored because they say, we wish you well on your future endeavors. Oh, okay. A little backstory there. Slipping in a little 
Wrestling. Kill J Plug and wrestling. And wrestling. All right, so I think uh, I'm gonna get off here and go drink one of them. Uh, what are you calling that? The Killian's clone. Uh, Irish juice. Irish juice is the official. That's what I just came up with right yeah, now. Ir- that works. Irish juice. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some Irish juice. You're gonna drink one of the uh, stouts. Yeah, the coffee stout. That steak. keg's gotta be getting light. I don't know. It's probably nobody's been drinking it. Yeah. Blake drank the peanut butter goober. It's gone. Now, yeah, that's what he was drinking. Oh, he would scarf down that if I let him. Like I have to really buy it. <laughs> oh, oh, like yeah, if you yeah. float that keg and Anthony comes over here, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like don't get, don't get, don't throw me under the bus. He will bend you over his knee. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There, I don't know how much is left of that kid. He'll probably like the barley one. I mean, I drink. I've, it's been in there a while. Oh yeah. But I haven't just just gorged I'm on it. I've drank I'm several on. beers. Give me a pull on it. I've got several pulls off of it. I seen on the brew. I love how having a homemade oh, beer I'm, and your homemade I'm kids gonna, here gives you an excuse to drink because you got to quote unquote check it. I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm not drinking. I'm just checking the beer, I'm going to show man. you. I'm going to list this. Seeing how it's going. I'm going to describe you the description of this beer that was burnt that uh that popped up. If I can get my thing to work. Chiro Stout with vanilla. Start over. Chiro Stout with vanilla bean, cinnamon, cocoa nibs, and Chiro Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the secondary. Are you serious? I'm not playing. Like the actual cereal. Like somebody in the uh, homebrew club made that. <laughs> I'd like to try that. I hope you drink it. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's a beer Sean would drink right there. Sean, are you still going with us tomorrow night? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You need what time does it start? Seven? You need to get on there and say you're going. We'll go get a head count. Oh, let me do that now. Let me do it on the air. Go to Facebook. I'm already logged in. Do you some American theme music? Yeah, hit that button. There we go. Do the other one. There you go. <laughs> Why'd it cut off? I just done that while I go too. I don't know why I done that. Uh, if you're wondering what that is, Sean bought this little American flag thing, and you hit the button, and it plays <laughs> music, and the, the flag waves. Find the one. He said it's the best four bucks he's ever spent. Find a post where uh, he's announcing the event. Right here. It did at the, I missed the last meeting. Uh, did a lot of people, did anybody bring any beer to try? Uh, no. no. You'll is notice it, right there it says it. Not to bring any? Yeah. Yeah. Look no. at this. Uh, oh, this is not a BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a brew club. We can sneak in a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. I, I can't find the event. He was right there at it when it said, just don't bring, it's not a brew Yeah, that's it right there. March 4th. But I can't click that I'm going. I can only you click just click on. comment it. It's in the comments. I'll tell you, no, I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to log in as Real Pop Culture. That's said we're going. Say that don't even make no sense. Why does it not? Because that's I don't know. That's a real pop culture. That's not, really an, in, that's not an entity. That's you as a person. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're a person. Well, nobody else other than the we're main. an entity that consists of persons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 I 
This isn't AI. It's so weird. <laughs> it's coming, by the way. Not really. All right, let's sign off. We need to get out of here and watch Walking Dead coming on here in a few minutes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 109. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Later. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization, a level headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you.